welcome to Adjust Your Crown. My name is Jamie, and I'm your host. Let's do it, girl. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> welcome, you guys, to another episode of Adjust Your Crown. I am your host, Jamie, and I am joined in studio today by the lovely Kenwana. Welcome. Say hello to the people. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> So this is um, this series is all the company I keep, um, and it's funny because you guys all like y'all show up without asking questions. <laughs> when I tell y'all my circle is down for me, <laughs> we need to start they asking just questions. listen. That's what Shayla said too. She was like, "Girl, I'm gonna start asking for mm-hmm. some details, messing with you." Mm-hmm. But. Um, I, I've told everybody else that I feel like um, every now and again, I'm reminded that everyone doesn't have this. Mm-hmm. Everyone doesn't have this circle of women mm-hmm. um, that they can sit down with, be transparent with, yeah. um, be honest with. Um, so I appreciate you guys for um, unknowingly <laughs> yes, yes. coming to sit down and be transparent um, because that's one of uh, my goals with the Gesture Crown is for us to kind of sit down and remove some of the veils as mm. women um, that we carry and we walk around with just to be vulnerable with each other um, for the sake of my healing, your healing, her healing, his healing. Yeah. Um, because I think that as women, especially, that a lot of us go through the same stuff. Yeah. If we were open and honest, oh. let me tell you, we could save ourselves. We could save ourselves some trouble. But also, even if not saving ourselves, because, you know, we hard-headed. And uh, <laughs> sometimes really? Really? Yeah, sometimes we got to learn on our own. And, and I, I try to allow people to go through their process, too. Yeah. Um, but I think being able to have someone that you can be honest with that you can receive honesty from as well as you're going through it is important even if you decide to you know work your way through it or walk your way through it um that's one of the blessings of my circle I've been through some craziness Mm. with some of the women on this (laughs) with some of the women on (laughs) this series um and none of them ever left me mm-hmm. high and dry. Mm-hmm. They was always like, girl, you crazy. Mm-hmm. But we going to get through this. Yeah. And once we get through it, we going to help you pick up the pieces to that. Mm-hmm. And we going to keep it pushing. And then so we going to hug it out. We going to hug it out. And then we going to laugh about it later, girl. <laughs> We're going to look back and we're going to laugh about it later. So I thank you for being a, a member of my circle. I'm so honored. I, I'm so excited. Um, I met Miss Kenwana. She's one of my football moms. And it was so funny because I remember um, when I think you had posted that you were going to be preaching at your church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go hear her speak. Mm-hmm. And I got to, I got a whole new appreciation for my friend from that. And I'm just, let me tell you about having you some people in your circle that can do both. Um, that was that was just super dope to me because I think that, um, and I think I told you the introduction that the lady gave you yeah. before you got up to speak. I was like. Oh, my friend is bad. Like, yes, friend. You know, you're sitting in church like, and you're trying to be reserved, yeah. but you like. Okay, friend. Yes, friend. You kind of had me look back at it. Yeah, I was like. Look back at that. 
Listen, and I think that's important. I think it's important for those that are around us to give us our praises because a lot of times um, we forget that, girl, you did that. Mm. You did that. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's super dope. But I remember at first, you know, coming into new um, circles, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she's fly. She's fly. And then I was like, oh, you know, this is, she's, she's got herself together. Like, she's got herself together, <laughs> together. And I was like, eh, you know, he had that moment, like, I'm not sure how right. that's going to go. <laughs> and then um, I think I came to um, your son's graduation mm-hmm. cookout, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, what was it? What song was it? Uh, cut it. Yeah. Girl, you got up there with them babies and yes. got it. And I was like, oh, she my friend for real. <laughs> She, listen, she likes trap music and she loves the Lord. Yes, Um, I do. She's my friend in real life, for real. I also think that it's important for us as women to give other women a chance. Yeah. Um, Because a lot of times, um, and I spoke about this in another episode too, about the veils that we walk mm-hmm. around um, with a lot of times from the outside world. Um, it looks like we got it all together. Yeah. yeah. But you never know what people are going through. That's you true. never know what they've come through. You never know um, what they have for you. Yeah. Um, so being open to always um, get to know other women. Who knows? Yeah. She might turn out to be your good, good girlfriend. Yeah. She might be there to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that we welcome each other into into new circles i'm not a believer of no new friends Mm -hmm. um because i've made some of my bestest of friends um later on in life so i just thank you for being a part of my circle Um, i love you girl i love you too boo (laughs) you know i do i love you girl so now that i've wooed her up um, yes yes. (laughs) she has gassed me up get her into these questions this is how this is how they keep showing up for me y'all because they know i love them and you just gotta you just gotta tell them you love them first (laughs) (laughs) so let's start out with um give me a moment where you've had to adjust your crown hmm adjusting my crown so you know try to be very short with my response but um my husband and i have been married for oh this year will be 25 years wow. like i don't even feel like i'm 25 like, yeah look we still 21 listen <laughs> i'm just saying and so well, it'll actually be 25 this year That's and so beautiful. um but um my husband um, was introduced to me by my best friend in high school, actually. Okay. Um, and I was seventh grade, and he was ninth grade, and um, my friend was like, I know this guy that I want to introduce you to. Uh, he plays football, and he plays the drums. And uh-huh. See, that kind of threw me right there. Yeah. I was like thinking, oh, okay, well, he's tall then. And if you know my <laughs> husband, like, my husband ain't tall at all. Like, that's for real, for real funny. Yeah. And I, but funny. I was thinking, oh, he's tall. If he's yeah. an athlete, you know, and he might have a little rhythm. If yeah. he's a drummer, child, he is minus both. <laughs> <laughs> brother can't sing. Brother ain't even tall. But and so we we were introduced to one another, and I don't know. It just was something about him that just felt like really. Right really like genuine it felt like you know i'm like kind of like this short guy yeah. you know i'll give him a chance and so 
we did um, decide to be boyfriend and girlfriend child. We was all at recess and stuff. Come on, recess. I was side-eyeing <laughs> other girls and trying to see. Because, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, but my relationship with my husband was unique and special to me because I didn't have the opportunity to really develop a relationship with my father. Okay. Um, I was raised by my father's grandparents, but I didn't have a relationship okay. with my father. And so when my husband started saying things like, I love you, yeah. and, you know, these things kind of start to feel really, really genuine. And, you know, he, I'm thinking, well, wow, you know, maybe, maybe there is someone who really sees something in me that's special yeah. because you know, my mom was 16 when she had me. My dad was 18. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of felt like I was kind of a little tossed aside when I had to go and, and live with my grandparents. Okay. I, I didn't develop a relationship with my mom nor my dad um, growing up as a child. So um, I was kind of raised as an only child okay. in the home, I, my, dad's my dad's parents. And so, you know, finding... Finding my way, you know, finding some confidence in life was yeah. really, really, really difficult. Yeah. And um, so here I had this little boyfriend. I'm <laughs> thinking I'm like, you know, I'm the stuff now because somebody likes me. Listen, and, ain't you that know, when it happened? Listen. <laughs> and then he still wants to be with me. So, you know, we kind of did that. And then, you know, after he graduated from high school, he went on to the military and I had another year, another two years, actually, before I finished school. And then um, I'll never forget, I was, after I graduated from high school, I joined the, the college choir. And he came home one, one night from, from his little break and brought his little ring and hey. decided he'd go on one little knee and ask me to marry him. Hey. I was like, you know what, this is a little cheesy, but I'm going to <laughs> let you roll like this. But, you know... I, that in, therein began our journey. Nineteen and twenty-one, we yes. got married, wow. and so my husband was the only man that I knew as far as this intimate yeah. relationship. I yeah. didn't know what it was like to have any other boyfriends because when I got this one who made me feel special, who made me, you know, know what love was, yeah. or I thought I knew what love was, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna hold on to him. Yeah. Um, but years down the road, the relationship got challenged. Yeah. And um, my husband was very involved in work, very committed to our, our children. They were young children. It's because we have three sons. Yeah. Um, and he was very involved with them. Um, but I started having this conversation with him, like, I need you to come present. I need you to make yeah. me feel like, That's you know, real. I need you to make me feel like I'm a part of this relationship. The like, same I'm way important. you made me feel at recess. Listen. I need you to show up. I need you to show yeah. up. You know, we, we some, we're some years into this now, so I need you to show up yeah. kind of in that same way. And here I was, a, you know, still a young mother struggling with self-esteem. And yeah. one thing that happened that I did not expect um, that I would move myself into a relationship with somebody else. Yeah. And I found myself in a relationship with another man. Yeah. And here I was so jaded, so sidetracked yeah. by what was an illusion. Yeah. Something that wasn't real. Yeah. But because I lacked the self-esteem. Yeah. 
that I needed within myself. And because I didn't know that nobody else could make me feel like love was real. Yeah. Because I've been in this relationship with this one man all my life. Somebody else for real now can come along and, and make me imagine love being real somewhere else. And so I found myself in that situation and it, it almost ripped me apart emotionally, uh, mentally, physically. Um, and I'm not suggesting that I didn't have a a responsibility because I could have easily said no. Like I own that. I was the one who found myself in another relationship. Yeah outside of my marriage. I fully owned that. Yeah. Um, but I also fully owned the fact that I had my own struggles yeah. that I needed to come to therapy with. Yeah. And I need to have a conversation about, otherwise this was going to become something that was going to be a trend in yeah. my life. Until you heal it. Until I heal it. Yeah. And so I had to make some adjustments. My husband and I, we went to therapy and we 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 you know we we worked through it. Yeah. But it was a struggle. It was, it was hard. Yeah. That's that's so that was another question that I've asked um a couple of folks too because I'm always interested in how old we are when we figure out love, mm-hmm. what love is. Um and all of us have been around kind of those those teen years and it's actually funny enough because um a lot of us learned love. Mm through relationship, through romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, learn love of self mm-hmm. through romantic um, relationship because my story is kind of similar to yours in the father of my children. Um, I met him in eighth grade. He was the first thing I knew of mm-hmm. anything, child. And you couldn't tell me nothing. Nothing. You couldn't tell me nothing. Now, our story ain't turned out as beautiful as y'all see. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, like that was, that's how I knew love. And, and since then I've had to repair Mm -hmm. what that definition even looked like, because that's not what that was for me. Um, but it is normally very, um, early on that we kind of experience that. So tell me about, and it, it may be that same situation. Um, but tell me about, um, something that you've been through or a tip for someone that's going through that now? Well, you know, you mentioned about, you know, um, this whole identifying what is love, you know? And even in the middle of that, like, um, there was not a single moment in the middle of that where I thought, this is not who I am. Like, I deserve better than this. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if... You know, I can't get my husband to fully come to the table and really understand how important it is for him to be present with me, to feel like I'm, I'm being covered, yeah. like, um, like I'm being prayed for, um, like I'm being fully seen. Yeah. Um, then how do I now make this a thing for myself? Yeah. Like, how do I build that up within me? How yeah. do I get myself to understand that I don't have to wait on someone else to to show me how much I'm Mm -hmm. worth. Like I have to fully embody the fact that I am the created image of God herself. Come on. And that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Ooh, that's enough. That just gave me chills, girl. But so it's funny because that is, um, 
the tagline to adjust your crown is by creation, not by circumstance. Mm-hmm. Simply by creation alone, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's a really important point is that we found or we, we define love very early on. Um, but you have to define it for you first mm-hmm. before, um, because if not, then you do get in situations yeah. where you're looking for someone else to, um, to complete that. And so it's something that we have to um, figure out first for ourselves, um, which is why I I love that your um, your theme is respect her and respecting the soul of who you are because you ha- we have to learn us first and I think that's a lot of our missteps is that yeah. we've our first step is into love yeah. and not love of self it's yeah. a step into loving someone else before we really understand what love is and what love means and what that looks like for us. Yeah, and, um, and it took a while, like, you know, even as I married young and was navigating the world by myself at 19, one thing that was so beautiful about the fact that I was married to my husband is that he was military. So I had this opportunity to glean women from all over the world, from different um, from different type of situ- situations. So because I didn't really know how to be a wife. I didn't really know yeah. how to be a mom. But, you know, it, whenever anyone would ask me, I would say, you know, I'm a hodgepodge of a whole lot of folk. Yeah. Because I was gleaning from different people. I was learning as I was going. Yeah. But I didn't even realize I was growing at the same at the same time. And so um, where I may have felt frustrated or angry or disappointed with, you know, not having this close relationship with my parents as yeah. a child because they were young parents too, um, it took me getting older to realize, you know what? My parents owe me nothing at this point. Yeah. What I need to do now is figure out how am I going to navigate this world fully yeah. And own it for myself. For myself. For myself. I love that. I, I love that. I think that that's, um, that's really important. I was telling um, one of the other guests that, that, you know, when they ask you, like, what's the one thing that kind of keeps you up at night? I'm always like, how do we give that mm-hmm. to girls? And not even just giving it to girls, but giving it to um, our friends mm-hmm. because some of us don't have it. Some of us ain't get it. Um, so that's always something that I always try to um, just figure out. And I think that it starts with conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of one of the reasons why I did want to, you know, kind of dive into this this podcast and give people pers- different perspectives because yeah. there are going to be a lot of people that have your story. And I do believe that a lot of us share the same stories. Yeah. Um, we just don't talk about them. Yeah. So yeah. I think that um, giving those situations voices yeah. um, and allowing a space to work through them yeah. and grow through them um, is kind of how we, we get there in the end. We do. And let me just say, my husband was mad as hell. I, listen, listen, I know you had Let me husband. just be real clear. <laughs> I he know. was mad as hell. Yeah. And it took us time yeah. to work through the distrust. Yeah. Um, and it's still taking us time. Like, yeah. it's not something that you can just gloss over and say, you know what? We good it happened now, bro. And it's done. We good. Yeah. You know, we've been in this thing for, for a while now. We good. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're still working through that we're still establishing and maintaining trust but he has my my husband has been so gracious to um say that to own that you know 
yeah, I had a part in that too. You know, I I didn't listen. I didn't hear you. Um, But in the same token, I owned my part and didn't try to act like, yeah, that's, this was not a thing. Yeah, that was all on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's dope. And funny enough, um, we were all um, gonna go see um, Sarah Jakes Roberts mm-hmm. uh, for the Woman mm-hmm. Evolved tour, um, and it was uh, you, Shayla, and Chanel, mm-hmm. which all three of you all are on this podcast with me as well. And it was one of the reasons that I wanted it to be the three of you all. Um, with Chanel, who was, um, she was previously divorced. She's now um, newly engaged. Um, Shayla, who was just getting into um, her engagement and um, uh, on her way down the aisle mm-hmm. um, to marry her husband. And then you, who's, you know, who has 25 years in the game, praise God. Um, <laughs> but I think that it's important to, to um to expose you all to each other Mm -hmm. um because each of you all have gone through something that's gonna help Mm -hmm. the the next one and actually that was one of the things shayla was talking about too um was wanting to create a circle of women that are either newly married Mm -hmm. um wanting to get married or Mm -hmm. on their way to being married and women that have been married for some time because there are jewels there Mm -hmm. there's wisdom there um and i fully hope that she goes full steam ahead with that because it's necessary to create those spaces and and to share those things so i think that that's um super dope working through those things um tell me how you give yourself grace (sighs) that's one that i have really had to really learn yeah because um even on the other side of that like I felt like trash. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, you know, even though I realized, you know, I was so deeply broken and so deeply wounded inside. And no matter how much I had had this conversation with my husband about, my husband knew everything about me from childhood up until whenever. And stuff that I had not felt comfortable about sharing or speaking with uh, or disclosing to my family. Uh, he knew. He yeah. knew everything about me. Yeah. And so, you know, to know that, you know, my husband had been through, my husband had been with me through, you know, uh, being sexually assaulted. He had been through me through a near-death um, yeah. accident. And then here I was, you know, I was in the middle of a ro- in the ro- middle of the road having a crisis. And I just felt like I wasn't being heard. I wasn't wasn't being listened to. Yeah. And so when that happened, I just felt like all those wounds were opening back up. Yeah. Like here I was again feeling so left alone and feeling like, you know what? I, I wasn't really fully um, where I felt like I should be with my family as a child. And now here I am again where... You know, I'm having to constantly say to my husband, I need you to come here. I need you to present. I need you to really be acting, at least acting like you listening to me. Yeah. Acting like you hear nod, me. Nod your head in agreement. Nod, nod your me. head, sir. <laughs> Tap your Tap feet. Your <laughs> blink twice for a yes. Do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I was really, really struggling with that. But it left me feeling like trash for myself. Yeah. Not because of the infidelity as much, but feeling like I had gone against myself. Yeah. I had had gone against what I believed 
God had created me to be. And, and that was so much better than what I had allowed myself to enter into. Because now, let's be clear. Yeah. The grass is not green. It's not. Over there. Actually, the grass is green. The grass is, you water is pretty it. brown over there. It's pretty dry. <laughs> like It may not even be any grass yeah. over there. Let's just yeah. be clear. Yeah. And my grass is pretty green. You know my yeah. husband. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had to really sit down. And even if my husband was not willing to go into therapy with me. Yeah. I had to take myself yeah. in to therapy, and that's what I did. And I had this deeper conversation around why was I feeling like I needed to hurt myself, yeah. to go against my own best uh, judgment. Yeah. Why, was, why was that happening? Yeah. And so I had to really speak to some deep, deep wounds um, and really move toward healing and wholeness. Um, and that's a journey for me that's going to be ongoing. Never ending. Ongoing. Absolutely. And so um, I had to make some adjustments, okay. you know, and I had to had to really um, have some, some deep spiritual um, contemplation, mm -hmm. some deep spiritual wrestling with myself because that those are genuinely my convictions. I believe in God. Yeah. And so I, I had to have some conversations with God. And yeah. I had to be real with God and say, look, God, I need you to just like, if you can't show up, yeah. I'm going to at least need you to say something right up in here. Tap a sister. I need Tap you a sister on the show. to help me out. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, you know, there were layers of emotions that I was dealing with. I was yeah. feeling bitter because my husband was elevating his career. And I had not even finished my, my degree. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't want to be just someone who was domesticated. Yeah. Um, no shade to that, because I loved being a full-time wife and mother. But that's not the end of where I wanted to Absolutely. be. Absolutely. And okay. so, you know, I, I wanted to stretch myself out. I wanted to, because I knew there was more. There mm -hmm. was more. But I had to get on the other side of... Uh, the rejection. Yeah. Because that was the core of, that was truly the core of everything that was taking me outside of what was good for me. Yeah. Was feeling rejected. Yeah. So therapy is also on my, um, it is on my to-do list. Do it. Um, I, it definitely is because I, I think a reoccurring thing as I sit down and talk to you guys is, um, just reflecting back on just those early stages mm -hmm. and we hear people say it all the time that those things will show up um, and manifest themselves um, later on in life if we don't deal with them and for me because I'm I'm such a lover of self-help and mm -hmm. all things good motivation mm -hmm. whatever I'm really curious like what those things are for me mm -hmm. like what those um situations are or even upbringing mm -hmm. um is that kind of relates to the choices that I make now mm -hmm. and the things that I do now and the choices that I made um then even though I I have an idea mm -hmm. um, but I think um therapy is definitely a good thing for everybody I saw a therapist that was like uh your therapist needs a therapist right like everybody basically. needs <laughs> basically everybody needs a therapist so um that's definitely on my my to-do list and I think that um unpacking some of those things is kind of where we learn right. to give ourselves grace and it was in therapy where I realized when I began to learn how to be more graceful yeah towards myself like the timing of everything in my life 
was exactly where it needed to be because I yeah. felt like I was behind my peers. Yeah. When I would see, you know, my peers talking about they they blowing up here and they they getting this degree and they doing that degree and they yeah. establishing businesses and and I was like, but Jesus, I'm about to I'm about to be forty plus and like what's going on in my world? Yeah. And I had to stop measuring myself. Listen. Beside other folks. Because the timing lesson. of my journey yeah. ain't got nothing to do with the timing mm, of somebody nothing. else's journey. Nothing. When we understand time and season, honey. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is definitely a life lesson for mm-hmm. me too. And even in some of my other projects, um, Shayla is one of my co-hosts for our fashion podcast. And a lot of times like, I'll, you know, call her, talk to her, and she'll be like, keep your head down. Mm-hmm. Like, keep your head down, stay focused on mm-hmm. what it is that we're working on. We can't look at what they're doing, how they got there. So that is my, my biggest thing. I'm like, time and season, stay focused on what's for you because what's for you is for you. Whatever they have doesn't slow down what's for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's never too late. And the lady that um, did the movie... Shoot, I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to have to think about it. But um, she said one thing that she had to learn was that you don't have to just be one thing. Mm-mm. And it's never too late to become something else. Yes. Um, so for most of her life, she had been this one thing. Mm-hmm. And then she started getting into directing movies mm-hmm. and, and doing these other things. So I tried to, which um, this podcast is a reflection of is to push myself to do new things right like right. to just try things try it out see if it works right. some stuff's not gonna work right but some stuff will and um to just continue to push ourselves to do to do more and until... i had to just stop telling myself that i had failed somewhere yeah and stop buying yeah. into failure yeah because to me reevaluating that yeah. and the word in itself and i'm thinking i didn't fail anywhere I made adjustments. Yeah. I had to make adjustments. Yeah. Because when when I came to a certain crossroad, if I took left and left didn't work, then I had to come back up and come back and go right. You rerouting. Know, rerouting. <laughs> so, you know, it's adjustments. Yeah. It's adjustments. Absolutely. It's it's taking chances on different opportunities. Yeah. And going different ways because if any of us got this journey figured out, I need to. I need that person's name. We we don't have it. I, I need that person's name. We don't have it. And I um one of my memes that I have in my office says um either I win or I learn. Um, like we don't, ain't no losing around here. No. Like it was no. either a lesson that I needed, or uh, I won. Yeah. Um. So point blank period. Point blank period. So let's end with um. Tell me who you feel like needs to hmm. see you. You know, I feel like, um, can I, can I just be real honest? Cause yeah, you, Cause absolutely. you know, I'm all about transparency. That's all we do. I, I might need to pull some of that in, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, not here. Not here. Um, I don't know who needs to see me. That's real. But I'm clear that whoever needs to see me, I hope they're seeing what they need to see. Yeah. In order to grow. Oh, that's good, girl. That's good. In order to be where they are trying to go. Yeah. And if anything about my life helps them feel like they're navigating the right path or need to make adjustments, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. Now, I, you know, hope, hopefully, 
that's every single black girl, yeah. brown girl, yeah. brown, black or brown teenager, yeah. girl, uh, black or brown woman, um, even so in the military, um, because that's where I'm kind of situated. Yeah. But even in, you know, the church, you know, I, you know, I often get frustrated, but. Oh, they need know. to see you though, girl. Ooh. Ooh, they, ooh, they need to see you, girl. <laughs> but, you know, they you need know. to see you. And so I'm just trying to be me. Yeah. I'm just trying to um, stay whole, mm-hmm. stay healed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to be the best light that I can. Yeah. Um, I don't know how not to be real. <laughs> I really, really don't. That's Sometimes okay. that can't get me in trouble because, nah. you know, I don't know how not to be real. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, God has brought me to a day and time where I've lived long enough where, you know, some of my, my ideas have adjusted mm-hmm. for the good. Mm-hmm. Some of my thoughts have a, have been reframed for the good. Because, child, listen, <laughs> growing up in sweet Mississippi yeah. can, you know, it, it creates a particular narrative for you. Yeah. And I'm grateful for so much of what that has done for me because... It has created who I am. Yeah. It makes up yeah. who I am. Yeah. You know, my mother having me at 16, it it made me who I am. My father being 18, it made me who I am. Being raised by my grandparents, it made me. So I appreciate all of these pieces. Yeah. Me getting married at 19 and my husband being so. Child, listen. <laughs> at the time, I'm like, I must have been lost my mind. <laughs> but all of these things make up who I am. And now, as I am becoming much older, I see now how these pieces are so beautiful. They are a beautiful compilation Mm -hmm. of my voice, my story, because I'm telling, listen, I keep telling people, if it wasn't for all of these pieces, I wouldn't even have a ministry. Yeah. I wouldn't have a story. That's true. I wouldn't be able to help somebody. Yeah. Now, would I have liked for these things to not be what they were? And happiness, of course. Yeah. But they did. And so now here's my story. Yeah. And I give it back because it has empowered me. It has propelled me to places and open doors that I couldn't have imagined. Yeah. I wouldn't have imagined sitting there, sitting with Jamie Rucker. Hey, on a just eye crown. Listen, <laughs> sharing some of my story on a I podcast. Listen, I love it. And I actually, I came across something a while ago that uh, it was a sermon and they were talking about, it was called, something about it said represent God, but the way they spelled represent Mm -hmm. was to represent God. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about, well, when I sat and thought about who needed to see you, there, you know, we, we love we love the saints, girl. We love yes, the saints. Yes, we love the saints. But I love and I'm so drawn to people that are able to represent mm. God. Not only represent, but represent God because especially, you know, people are always gonna have something to say about Absolutely. Christians, about church, about, you know, God, even though all of these people are human, they ain't got nothing to do with. It. <laughs> 
<laughs> with God. Like God is trying to clean up that mess too. But anyways, um, there, there's always going to be this, you know, kind of negative thing that kind of surrounds it. I don't think we can get away from that. Mm-hmm. But I think that is it's important for those people that are in the middle, mm-hmm. that have a curiosity, um, but maybe have even experienced some kind of church hurt or mm-hmm. just feel that the veil that we were talking about, that you just have to have this veil of perfection to love right. God. You do not. Like everybody I in there. That mark. Child. I would have missed that mark. We all would have missed yes, the mark. Ma'am. Listen, we all miss the mark every day. Every day. Every day. So when I think about or when I thought about who needs to see you for me, um, or even when I thought about why I needed to see you, Mm -hmm. it just reconfirms for me to, one, be unapologetic Mm -hmm. in my journey, in my testimony, um, just in in your goings, period. Um, But also to know that someone that loves God doesn't look one way. Mm-mm. Like we are all so very different, we but can all love the same God, and He loves us all just the same. So I think that um, you are a wonderful representative. Oh, thank you. And I, you know, I follow you on social media. <laughs> you be lighting my timeline up, and I read those With comments. Yes, girl, that's okay. We're here for them, but I read um, the comments. And um, the responses to the stuff that you do share and the stuff that, um, you know, is on your heart to share. And I see the way that that touches people. So I love your answer in that you don't know who it's supposed to be, but you hope that. And I think that that confirms that we are still getting what we need. Like as long as you continue to live your life out loud and unapologetically just to be you, it'll give people what they need. The people that are assigned for Absolutely. you. It'll Absolutely. give them what they need. Absolutely. So. Full child. <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't believe I made it through You it. made Jesus. it. And thank you so much for coming and sitting no, down and talking to thank me. You. you know, I love you. Love you, sis. I love you. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of Adjust Your Crown.